my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Tenant Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having an absolutely terrific day today and giving everybody a heads up. If you saw, the old website is up on the online right now with healthmasters.com. Uh, we're doing some routine maintenance, some of the login, a few other things needed to be updated on the brand new site that we put together. So instead of taking the site down, we went ahead and just rolled the old site back up here temporarily so everybody still has access to the news, to the articles, to the products of the week, to anything you need. It's still there. Old site works perfect, but just wanted to give everybody a heads up on that so you're not uh, confused if you click on that. We just have to work through a few things and get some updates done, and so we want to make sure everybody is good to go, especially through the weekend while we're not here over the phones, you know, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday we're here, but on the weekends we're off. So, uh, yeah, if you need anything, website's still working perfectly, as always, is the old one, and if you need to give us a call, feel free as well at one 800 726 1834. And as always, the product of the week on sale, y'all voted. It won the D3-10,000K2, one of the most effective formulas we have at maintaining healthy immune system. That's on sale for over 12% off right now. It's product of the week. So be sure to take advantage of that if you want to stock up on some of that right now at healthmasters.com. And, you know, I was a couple things that popped up on my radar today, and it's funny. Not funny, haha, but ironic. As if you remember, when the FDA came in and explicitly told doctors that they essentially were not allowed to prescribe ivermectin, and that they could not use ivermectin whatsoever. And I remember even pharmacies actually got to a point to where they weren't giving out ivermectin prescriptions if the doctor didn't put down the correct statement as far as what they're using it for. I remember locally I heard about a girl that was trying to get ivermectin prescription from a pharmacy, I think it was from Walgreens, and she went in there to fill it, and it was, you know, it was for COVID, and Walgreens would not fill it, and she goes, this is a prescription from a doctor, and they said, well, this is, this is, this is off-book usage, you know, it's for, for parasites, we can't give this to you if it's for COVID-19, and the doctor actually had to go in and rewrite what it was for, which was unbelievably ludicrous, but again, this is what they were trying to do to make sure people did not have the nutrients, even the vitamin C, the D3, they told you nothing worked, even though it did. Ivermectin were great, especially with zinc and the C and the D. And what was crazy about it was not only were they lying to everyone and telling everyone that, you know, remdesivir was actually working while it was killing people, that the RNA gene therapy shot was saving everyone while it was killing everyone. They were actually holding back medications that they knew worked. And now the FDA quietly admits that doctors, well, they can prescribe ivermectin to treat COVID-19 if they feel the need to do so now. A statement from Ashley Shung Hong, an attorney for the Department of Justice, attested to this admission. According to her statement, the FDA now explicitly recognizes that doctors do have the authority to prescribe ivermectin to treat COVID-19. The statement came during the course of oral arguments before the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans last week. The court has been hearing a lawsuit followed by three physicians. Dr. Paul Merrick, Dr. Mary Taylor Bowden, and Dr. Ro Robert Apter against the federal government. They accused the federal government through the FDA of interfering with their ability to prescribe ivermectin to COVID-19 patients. According to the Platons, the re uh, regulars claim of ivermectin being used against COVID-19 as medically irresponsible has caused professional harm. Dr. Merrick and Dr. Bowden were both suspended by the hospitals they were practicing at for prescribing ivermectin. They were also subject to an investigation by the state medical boards in Arizona and Washington State. 
They went on to say here that the fundamental issue in this case is straightforward. After the FDA approves the human drug for sale, does it have the authority to interfere with how the drug is used within the doctor-patient relationship? The answer is no. The remark serves a notable retreat from the government's hostility to the drug as ivermectin was vilified by the medical establishment as horse dewormer. The outlet added doctors had seen their medical license threatened and then have some of them removed from medical positions for prescribing the exceptionally safe medication. And again, this goes back to exactly what I was saying. It wasn't that the FDA and the federal government was just trying to go in and push drugs like remdesivir. It was the fact that they were intentionally trying to prevent doctors from doing what they needed to do to help people. They were catching this modified flu. And so it's crazy now this Fifth Circuit Court. And uh, they're blatantly saying now that, no, the FDA does not have the ability to come in and start telling doctors they can't prescribe certain drugs for certain things. And, you know, it's funny to me because you'll have doctors that will go and attempt to prescribe prescription narcotics like tricyclic antidepressants to females that are having, you know, nausea. And, you know, throwing up while they're basically, you know, morning sickness while they're pregnant. I've heard of this form literally talking about trying to prescribe tricyclic antidepressants because it'll help out with nausea with pregnant women, even though there is no, no justifiable reason nor any type of research showing some of these drugs are safe or healthy for pregnant women. I've seen other compounds we've seen before with the um, the weight loss, excuse me, the diabetic drugs that we've seen now where they're starting to be prescribed for weight loss. And of course, business as usual, doctors do whatever they want. FDA doesn't step in. It's an approved drug. Doctors have the, basically the oversight to do whatever they want. But hey, oh no, doctors want to prescribe a ivermectin that was approved back in the 80s for the flu. No, 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 no. We're suspending you. You're under investigation now for doing this. It shows you that the degree that they were willing to push the narrative in order to keep people as sick as they could and also make people believe that they did not have a right to be able to do what they saw fit and be able to take care of their own bodies. This is, again, goes back to exactly what I've been talking to you about when we talked about yesterday, the ability of being self-sustained, the ability of being you know, strong and independent. Those concepts do not go along with a, say, New World Order ideology. They want people to be sick. They want people to be subservient, and they do not want people to be independent and be able to essentially, as I say, travel freely unmolested on your way. So again, it goes to show you why I constantly bring this up. It's because do not ever forget what they did to everybody for two years, especially in some of these other states. You know, I mean, down here in Florida, we're pretty rebellious rednecks, not really complying with much of anything. However, there were other states, man, that I mean, I had customers coming down here during COVID and they were like, it's literally like SS Nazis. I mean, you can't go anywhere. I mean, you try to walk down the street, and you're basically getting screamed at about masks. They want to see your passports, your COVID passports to walk into a restaurant. I mean, crazy stuff. You remember all that. Don't ever forget what they did to everyone and what they're still trying to do now with rolling out this RNA gene therapy shot as a annual COVID booster. Because remember, it, the protection wanes after a period of time, as Fauci would say, you know, you got to have a special level of stupid to actually believe this stuff anymore after how much they lied to us for the last two years, three years. And now the fact that the Fifth Circuit Court has held up this for ivermectin for physicians, again, shows you how everything was about fear and control and none of it was about public safety and health. What do you think, Dad? 
Uh, well, fear and control seems to work pretty good for the American population, doesn't it, Austin? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just you scare everybody all the time, and you got these all media websites doing the same thing all the time, and you know, keeping everybody, you know, you know, panic of state of complete, you know, perpetual madness, and they can't think through anything because remember, fear is the spirit killer. It, it, it destroys that. I mean, I the other day I was talking to some friends, and they had some kids, and they were listening to the really satanic heathen rock music. And I told him, I said, you know, I said, the Holy Spirit and satanic music cannot occupy the same space and time space. I mean, they, they drive each other out and you don't have the Holy Spirit being, you know, leading you any longer. If you're listening to the rock music constantly with filthy, filthy lyrics, I said, it doesn't matter. Now, if you listen to some oldie goldies or whatever, and they're just, you know, they're talking about love and relationships and all that. That's one thing. But you're listening to stuff that's really hardcore satanic. The Holy Spirit's not going to stay around for that. It's going to be Ichabod. Spirit has departed. And people don't realize that all of a sudden you get filled with this unbelievable satanic agenda and you start believing all the lies. Because remember, Satan was the minister of music in heaven. He was a cherub. He went back and forth between the earth and between that and heaven and led the music, songs, etc. And I talk about that in depth in Angel Wars. And so this is the thing that we don't get. He understands how music works, how frequency works, how fear works. It's the same thing that Austin's talking about. It's the fear porn that comes in and controls us because we don't realize how bad it is to us from a, how should I say, Christian standpoint, when all you're doing is listening to that kind of music and what it does to you, it destroys you. And, you know, it's, it's the mind killer, it's the spirit killer. You can't listen to that filthy music and basically stay and filled with the Holy Spirit on an ongoing basis. It just doesn't work that way. You know, your body will be so grieved, your mind will be so grieved because you're listening to it after you get done listening to it that you're going to say, why did I do that? Why did I do that? And so, and I'm not saying that, you know, some of the songs are, you know, really that bad especially some of the old stuff, you know, like some of the old Neil Diamond songs like Cracklin' Rosie or whatever, you know, or, you know, or maybe, you know, or, you know, or the, or the pre preacher show. I mean, I love that one. He, he said, the, he says he walks out on the platform and he looks up and the whole valley shakes, you know I mean? You know, that kind of stuff's not going to do anything to your spirit, but the reality is you start listening to that satanic stuff, you know, Christian, you know, they're not Christian, not kids in Satan service, you know, kiss and ACDC and all the filth and all the unbelievably nasty lyrics of the rap music. You're going to have a mess on your hands, and that's why you're so frustrated. I remember one time Austin and I went to the Baptist Church in Lakeland, and they had praise and worship over there, and the music was so loud, and the bass was so loud, you feel it thumping through your heart. And you're like, what the heck are they doing this for? Just turn the bass down. You don't have to do this. It's not a rock concert. I mean, what are we doing here? Because frequencies control the energy fields, and the energy fields control your ability to be led by the Holy Spirit, and the energy field that God puts out through Christ through this energy field of his blood covenant he has with us, with the continual sacrifice he provided for us, it continually restores our DNA. So why do you want to put something else through your DNA, something else through your energy field that's going to destroy your DNA? Just saying. You know, last night I was watching some of the old Herman Bailey shows. It's one of those you guys were so kind to send me a whole list of the shows that I had done with Sharon, you know, over the last 10, 15 years with Herman Bailey. And I was listening to one of them. I actually posted it on the website. You guys can hear it. And I'm, this is from like eight, 10 years ago. And I'm talking about the globalists and what they're doing to control us and how they're coming in to destroy the population of the planet and what they're doing with all the drugs and chemicals they're putting into us. And uh, you guys will enjoy it. It's like vintage Ted Brower, I guess. And we're talking about all the stuff with the MMR vaccine causing autism. This is way before COVID. And I'm warning people about the dangers of vaccinations. You guys can watch that and uh, you'll enjoy it, actually. I watched part of it last night. I thought, wow, those are good times with Herman. I wish he was still on the air. And I was bringing up articles and showing articles and talking about smart dust and all the things that are going on globally and talking about what they're doing to us and talking about the Sabbatan Kabbalist Luciferians. But the one show that I wanted to find isn't there. 
the one they pulled down on YouTube and pulled off the archives there at CTN also because they didn't want that one up. That's when I talk about the ancient Babylonian religions. But we need to look at this whole thing that was going on with the Communist Manifesto and talk about Karl Marx. And we need to talk about the tenets of the Communist Manifesto this morning. And we need to realize it's like Otto Kahn said that they control both sides of the aisle. They control everything. And we've talked about it in depth before. But remember some of the penance? Free education for children, for all children in public schools. In other words, they don't want you to be homeschooled. They don't want you teaching you how to, your children how to be patriots and you know homeschoolers and learning how to love God and love Jesus and learn what the right things are to do as far as life. They want free education for all children in the, com- in the public schools right out of the Communist Manifesto from 1848 with Karl Marx and Frederick Engels. And by the way, Engels renounced all of this stuff before he died. They wanted a heavy, progressive, graduated income tax. That makes all the classes the same. Remember when Ronald Reagan took office, there was a 90% tax bracket. So if you made like a million dollars a year, you got tagged at 90%. So you ended up making 100000 a year, even though you basically got only getting paid for like, you know, about a month and a half, two months out of the year that you worked. And the rest of it all went to the government because that prevents you from becoming independently wealthy and prevents you from basically being independent as far as from the state. It really does. But communism abolishes eternal truth and abolishes all religions and all mortality. It basically goes after the Christian faith to destroy it. Because remember, they're Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan people. That's what they want to do. They want to completely eliminate all truth, all wisdom. The theory of communism may be summed up in a single sentence. Abolition of private property, abolition, abolition of free thought, and abolition of religion. Anything that oh, the state is God. <laughs> abolition of property and land and application of all rents and land to public purposes, abolition of all rights of inheritance, centralization of credit in banks and state by means of a national bank with state capital and an exclusive monopoly like we have in 1913. The communists disdain to conceal their views and aims. They openly declare that their ends can be obtained only by the forceful overthrow of all existing social institutions and conditions. And let the ruling classes crumble at the communist revolution. The proletarians have nothing to lose but their chains. They have the world to win. Communists are further reproached with desiring to abolish countries and nationalities. Centralization of the means of communism, communication, and transport in the hands of the state. You go on and on and on. All these different things are being done right now in the United States. We have to understand who they are. You know, so many of these secret societies, you know, you go into it, Skull and Bones, you know, Bohemian Grove, the high levels of Masonic lodges, the owl in the ceremony of creation of care, as it most often comes up. This is out of, you know, in Bohemian Grove. We also recognize that the owl has been involved in a symbol of Satanism since the beginning of time. Let, it something, let some link it with skull and bones and higher rites of Masonic teachings and other death cults and so forth. One thing is certain, the deep state, perhaps better called the New World Order, is directly involved as they are the Church of Satan on Earth. Ever wonder why the left hates Christianity so much? But so overall, you know, there's there's not one single uniparty as such, but the effect is the same with all those being involved directly into the wealth and the power and the supports and the purchases of temporary servitude of our politicians to the various secret societies. Supposedly Trump is the only president that has not had the ownership of slaves in his ancestry, supposedly, but who actually believes much of the propaganda out there. At least we know that he is the only one that was ousted from power by an outright coup d'etat by opposing factions, but they will now allow him to regain power again. The reality is, is who is Trump? Does Trump completely capitulate to the new world order by doing what he did with Operation Warp Speed, pushing the vaccines, or he's just, or is he just an ignorant buffoon who can't read very well? 
as it was told to me by Roger Stone, that Trump really can't read. And apparently he's dyslexic or has some other type of learning disability. And he has to get his news from the media and from being you know, given it to him verbally every morning when he's in the White House. I mean, was he just another pawn of the game with the deep state or was he part of the game? Or was he promised all kinds of things for him and his family if he went along with it and tried to do red flag gun laws? I mean, why did he put Jared Kushner in the White House? He's one of the top people. Why did he have his daughter there? They're completely unqualified for that. You know, why did he allow Roger Stone to go through what Roger Stone did until Roger Stone's about to go to prison, then pardon him? I mean, on and on and on and on. The list just goes on and on. It says, so, so, you know, why did he put more CFR members into the White House than any president in history? We've got to ask ourselves those questions. And to me, I, like I've told you guys before, you know, Donald Trump basically is, is just, you know, an oxymoron. I mean, he's something that happened that we really tried to force on the American population. He should have never won that election. It was basically so overwhelming against Hillary that even the hacks they put into the machines couldn't stop the landslide victory that he had. And then he basically was brought quickly into the heel of the new world order. You know, when he basically got into, into the white house, remember he actually had people coming in initially to pray for him. And we really thought we were going to be able to do something, but what it did do is this, it created this giant, how should I say state with the Q and all the rest Everybody who was a patriot in many cases stopped fighting against the new world order because we had Donald Trump playing his 5,000 dimensional chess and we simply couldn't understand because he was so brilliant and he was so far ahead of the game that we had to wait and let him do what he needed to do. I had one lady who basically uh, we helped many years ago with Dave Hodges, and she's a nice lady. She's a good friend of mine. She got so mad at me she told me not to contact her anymore because I was missing the entire thing that Trump was doing. Yeah, how'd that work out for anybody who barely believed in Q? And that giant psyop from the CIA, just everybody sit back and relax and let Donald Trump handle it. He'll take care of it. He's, he's our savior. He's Messiah. No, he's not. That would be Jesus, for he's the author and he's the finisher. He's the perfecter of our faith. And then Trump comes out and says Kabbalah is what he believes in. And the tree of life stands for everything that he stands for. And the tree of life award from the Kabbalist, Luciferian synagogue of Satan. Wait a minute. Too, many, too much salt and fresh water coming out of the same spring. And we need to realize we need to stay with the word of God in everything that we do and always remember that God is able to get us through all of this stuff, but we've got to be willing to look at it from both sides of the angle, which is what Hemingway said, not Hemingway, uh, Scott said, who wrote The Great Gatsby, that the only sign of true intelligence is to look at both sides of the narrative from both sides and analyze it and come up with your own conclusion. And he's right. By the way, 49 out of 52 leprosy diagnoses now in the United States have occurred after the COVID vaccines. Leprosy. Wow. There have been an increasing prevalence of leprosy after receiving the COVID-19 vaccination. 49 out of 52 people, 98 percent, transferred to the specialist leprosy clinic at the Hospital for Tropical Diseases in London in 2021, being referred after the vaccine. There are two case studies of people who match the definition of adverse reaction involving leprosy within 12 weeks of receiving the vaccine. Now, why is this happening? <laughs> why is it happening that we have people coming out with leprosy? have the people coming down with diseases they can't be cured of, have their immune systems completely impaired. Because as we've mentioned before on the show, the vaccine forces the body's DNA to manufacture spike proteins against its will. It changes you genetically. Then the only way they could force the body to do that, they had to put an immune suppressant inside of that nanolipid barrier to allow it to get incorporated into your cell to turn down your immune system so your body can't fight disease. This is why the shedding is such a problem with people who get around, people who have been vaccinated, who end up getting spike proteins in them also through the air and through physical touch, supposedly. I mean, we don't really know because we haven't seen the double-blind studies on all that, but the reality is it's probably true with the shedding. And so they get sick, too, as if they've been vaccinated. 
their immune system gets shut down more and more and more and more as they stay sicker and sicker and sicker. You know, I know in the, in the dating world now that I'm in that mess again, you know, one of the first things I ask people, have you been vaccinated? And somebody asked me, they said, you know, why do you care whether I've been vaccinated or not? I said, well, number one is I have not been vaccinated. And number two, you know, I don't need to be going out with somebody who's going to have some type of long-term debilitating disease. I don't want to be involved with all of that stuff. And quite frankly, you know, a lot of people now who have been vaccinated are in deep regret for what they've done, period. I see that online. But there are still a lot of people out there that have not been vaccinated, or at least they're not admitting to having been vaccinated because you don't really know the truth in that either. But the truth of this is this. They're going to come out with more rounds of vaccines. We've talked about that. You know, there's like 60 to 80 in the pipeline right now. That they're going to start pushing. And, you know, it's like Austin was talking about with ivermectin. Now they're allowed to, to basically prescribe ivermectin for COVID. They weren't allowed to do that. And here's the reason they weren't allowed to do that. The only way, and I spoke to a top FDA official about this who, who worked with the FDA for many years, the only way that they're allowed to get emergency use authorization for a new disease is if there are no available treatment protocols that are viable. And so they knew if ivermectin was going to be used and it would work against COVID, they couldn't get emergency use authorization. That's why they didn't allow ivermectin to be used or hydroxychloroquine or vitamin D3 to be talked about or anything else. Because there are all kinds of alternatives to help build the immune system that now apparently are available with the ivermectin. Remember, ivermectin is a very, very good product as far as from a parasitical standpoint. And there's some type of parasitical component apparently with this COVID vaccine and with the COVID disease itself, in which these things basically start to replicate themselves in the body, and this anti-parasitical medicine takes care of it. It's also a very good treatment protocol for toxoplasmosis, which is the crazy cat lady's disease. You get these ladies that have 40, 50, 100 cats in their house, and they can't even smell the urine. They actually start craving the urine because there's a brain parasite that comes from the toxoplasmi that gets into the brain of humans, and it makes the woman not smell the urine any longer, and she starts having these crazy cats everywhere and basically she doesn't care about the fact that she may have a brain parasite initially this has been worked with and the research has been done because these cats would use the bathroom mice would eat the poop okay and this poop was poop contained this toxoplasmi parasite it'd get into the rat's brain the rat would no longer fear cats because it would be craving the smell of cat urine looking for cat urine make it easier for the cats to catch the mouse period the same thing happens that's why they warn pregnant women not to be around cat feces and litter boxes they tell you that because of taxoplasmosis but apparently ivermectin is a good treatment protocol for that too and so i think that's a, probably a good thing to be people if people have cats they go on a, on a regular parasite cleanse and if you're gonna have cats i recommend they stay outside and I, oh gosh i can hear the letters coming in now from that and see the letters don't send me letters we had an outside cat for years it got in the house one day took a big dump I don't know if that's a clinical term, or it defecated on the top of the sheets on the bed one day. And that same day, that cat went to the Humane Society, and I gave them money to adopt it, to take it, and it was replaced in somebody else's house. But uh, I would not have it in the house when it was using the bathroom on the inside, on the bedding. We're not going to have that. So here's the thing. If you're going to have a cat, make sure you wash your hands thoroughly and be very careful with the feces. But think about it for a second. That cat licks his own butt. There you go. I mean, this will be one of those shows today. And that 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 it's licking itself to clean itself. And quite frankly, uh, how do you know it doesn't have toxoplasmosis on its tongue and it comes and licks you? I'm just just saying that. Just thought I'd mention that to you with cats. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a cat guy. That's obvious by now. But just be very careful if you have cats and you're basically involved with them because we see 49 out of 52 cases of leprosy. 
Um, that's a problem because the immune system is going down and down and down and down. By the way, banks right now are starting all over again with the emergency Fed funds. It's hitting new records. Money market funds saw inflows for the fifth straight week, almost $40 billion this week, to a new record high of $5.57 trillion. That was the biggest inflow in six weeks. This is the problem when you have a Ponzi scheme and you start printing money out of nothing. They simply don't have the reserve requirements that they need in order to maintain solvency, so they have to continue to borrow money from the Fed. The decoupling between money and money market flows and inflows and bank deposits continues. At least last week's modest growth in the Fed's balance sheet has plunged by a $62 billion net week last week, the most since early April and the second most since July of 2020. So be very, very careful now with the banks that you're involved in and make sure that they're solvent. That's really, really important. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story, my friend? Uh, you're 100% accurate with the banks, man. There's definitely been some crazy stuff going on. That's why I've encouraged everybody to make sure you're really doing some research with whoever you're banking with, what you're investing with. Again, I'm not giving you financial advice, but there's some very shady stuff going on right now. I mean, we saw pretty much the biggest transfer of wealth during COVID, you know, where the trillions of dollars that essentially were pumped into the system all went to the same people the same companies, the same pharmaceutical <laughs> clowns, and now we're watching these banks again do the same thing. It's the, the pump and dump scheme. They, they do this every decade. They constantly do it. It's nothing new. It's over and over and over and over and over again. There's an interesting movie. It's about the 2008 crash, and it's called Margin Call. If you guys have ever seen that movie, it's actually very good. And um, it goes kind of into detail on the beginning phases of that, and it's interesting at the end of the movie – He's talking to the main hedge fund, like manager, the owner, and he goes, this is what we do. He goes, this will happen again, and we'll do it again, and we'll come out on top again, and, and we'll go and be another eight to ten years, and we'll do this again. He goes, this is just our nature. This is what we do. We're bankers. And it's interesting because that's what we do. This is why this group of people was one of the only ones that could get Jesus Christ on earth so mad that he ended up flipping the tables and whipping them and throwing them out of the temple because they did this, the money magic, the banker boys. They came into the temple and made it a den of thieves. They completely and totally subverted what it was supposed to be, and that's why the unjust scales was such a very specific terminology back then because it was very real. They had scales that were not weighed properly. They would say, you know, this is a five-gram stone. Well, realistically, it was only, you know, four grams. So they'd go on there. Somebody put, you know, piece of metal, piece of gold, piece of silver. And they say, oh, no, sorry. This is only four grams. Well, no, it's supposed to be a five gram piece. Oh, no, no, it's four. This, this is a four gram stone, buddy. This, I'm the bank. This is what happens. They come and have to put a little bit more on top. Well, the bankers knew good and well those were five, it was a, it was a five gram stone. But again, it was designed to manipulate and lie to the populace, again, to steal wealth from people all the way back then. And nothing's really changed since then, <laughs> just to be aware of that. Also, too, going back to what Dad was talking about with the cases of leprosy and this data that's come out from the leprosy clinic and the tropical diseases in London, 49 out of the 52 cases have been vaccinated. What's interesting about this is this research, as Dad entailed, is very specific about what happens with the COVID-9 gene therapy and what it does to the immune system. Well, what's so funny about it, because this information came out now, the AP – literally came out with an entire article called the AP Fact Check, and this is the title of the article they just published. 
Florida leprosy cases highlighted in recent report are not linked to the COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> Claim there is a connection between leprosy cases cited in a new report and the COVID-19 vaccine. We've determined this is false. The report being referred, published in the CDC, relied on data about leprosy cases that predated COVID-19 vaccines. And vaccines are safe and effective and cannot give people leprosy because this is a bacteria infection. I can't. I can't with this propaganda. It's so obnoxious. I mean, they really honestly just think that the vast majority of the people just sit around all day and I guess just drool on themselves. I don't know. Maybe they do. But when they when you have to try this hard to convince people, I mean, are the COVID-19 shots giving people leprosy? Probably not. That's obvious. But that's exactly what they're trying to do here. Spin this story by saying, no, it's false. It doesn't do that. When they know good and well that it massively downregulates the immune system. And the thing about it is now, with current treatment in the United States and different types of compounds and drugs and certain things that are out there, leprosy is not a major issue anymore, even if you contract it. And the vast majority of people that do contract or to get exposed to it, their immune system can fight it off fairly well, especially if you take care of it with very high doses of D3, zinc, and vitamin C, as we've talked about repeatedly. You give your body those main nutrients right there, and it can do wonders. And, you know, it's ironic to me how many people I talk to that, you know, have been on pharmaceutical drugs and they're so frustrated and they, they've come in here and talked to me and they're emailing me and they're customers, they come in and they're like, you know, I don't really know what to do. You know, I feel horrible. Doctors put me on this drug and this drug and this drug. And it usually starts off with one, one small ailment or even one small issue that in most cases can be fixed fairly easily. A lot of it always stems back to cholesterol medication with the statins. I've seen that. Dad's seen that hundreds of times. I've seen it with a lot of guys. They go and get on the statin drugs because the doctor goes, your cholesterol's at 205. You got to go on statins immediately. You're going to die. And they're like, dude, I feel great. My blood work's fantastic. No, your cholesterol's high because I dictated and I determined that it's high now. You got to go on statins. And they go on statins. They start having all these issues, losing muscle tissue, kidneys. They start having issues with impotency and sex drive. And all of a sudden, they're feeling horrible. And they start taking more drugs, combat the side effects. And the list, you know the story. And all of a sudden, before long, they're on four or five different medications going, why do I feel so horrible all the time? Can I just go back to having my cholesterol at 205? Let me tell you something, guys. We got these articles that go back to this years ago on the website of Health Masters. The entire cholesterol lie has been nothing more than a giant boondockle to push millions of people on the statin drugs, which those drugs, by the way, were never designed to be long-term cholesterol drugs for people to stay on for the rest of their life. If you look at the research with actual statins and the inception of them and the research with them, they were designed for people that were significantly obese with very, very high elevated levels of cholesterol, dangerous levels, getting you know, 350, 400, 450 range with LDL to the roof, talking people that have a horrific diet, and it was designed to basically try to help get their cholesterol down to a safe level and basically for you know a short or extended period of time. It was never designed to be used to put people on because their cholesterol is at 205 or 210 or 220 or 230 and put them on it for the rest of their life. The American Heart Association has intentionally and repeatedly lowered the level of cholesterol down over and over and over, year after year after year, in order to push more of these drugs. Statins are one of the most common pharmaceutical prescribed drugs the entire country. They know this for a reason because cholesterol is needed to produce testosterone. Cholesterol is needed to have proper brain functioning. Cholesterol is needed to have proper heart functioning. Newsflash. And they know this. 
the pharmaceutical companies know this. They know that if you lower a man's cholesterol low enough, testosterone levels plummet. You know, as far as uh, you know, proper brain functioning plummets, energy plummets, focus plummets, cancer rates skyrocket. Yet, they tell everybody you need to be on these drugs because we said so. So again, I'm not giving you medical advice. What I am telling you is. Always do your own research. If you're having somebody tell you you need to take this drug or you need to take that drug and you feel really good and your blood work looks really good, question the motive and the narrative behind whoever is telling you you need to go on a certain drug. Again, I'm not telling you what to do. What I'm saying is do your own research because clearly, as I just proved, the lies that the mainstream media, the lies that the medical establishment will say and do go to no ends. You had the FDA blatantly suspending doctors and getting them removed from the clinics they were working at because these doctors promoted and prescribed ivermectin during COVID. And now you have the very Fifth Circuit Court coming out and saying this was not legal to do to them. Well, it doesn't matter. It was three years ago now. Now it's, it's irrelevant because, again, this is what the narrative is, is to keep people focused on this specific item right here while they're doing something behind the scenes. I mean, this is why I said before, like these fires that happened down in Maui. Now all of a sudden, I saw another article, and they're saying that the head of the administrative emergency management agency in Maui, he has now resigned today after questions erupted about his handling of the wildfire disaster. They have now said that he's resigned on Thursday due to health reasons. Mayor uh, Richard Bison announced that uh, Andila resigned for health reasons. Given the gravity of the crisis we're facing, my team and I will be placing someone in a key position as quickly as possible. Well, you got either two things here. Either this guy was a paid stooge and he didn't operate the sirens intentionally because he wanted more people to die. I mean, they didn't operate any of the wildfire sirens. They said they were afraid if they operated the sirens, it would put people in a panic and they'd go run into the fire. Really? Really, guys, that's that's where you're going to go with this. We didn't operate the fire sirens because we were afraid people were going to panic and run into the fire. I mean, let's let's give the residents of that island a little bit more than that, that they'd be able to function a little bit better and say, hey, there's wildfires. Pump the siren out. Get the water going. Let's help everybody out. No, nothing to see here. Let's not talk about it. We'll just pretend that nothing's happening right now. Did they not put the sirens out because they didn't want people to see what was going on with the directed energy weapons? Hmm? I don't know. Did they not put the sirens out because they wanted to have a death count higher? Because that way it's much easier to take people's property when they're not alive? Hmm? I don't know. Do your own research on it. But what happened over there was devastating. And the fact of the matter is there's some very shady stuff going over there. When I looked at that article the other day and it was talking about all these A-list celebrities who bought properties over there and uh, none of them had their houses even singed by fire. But suddenly all this whole other side is completely burnt to a crisp. Yeah, do your own research on that one. Also to another, this is interesting, Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy has declared that if a child says that transgender, they're suffering from a mental health crisis and that it's inhumane to affirm their misguided belief. I've been saying that for years. I'm glad somebody else is actually starting to say that now. He said when a kid says their gender doesn't match their biological sex, they're going through a mental struggle. This is a mental health condition. 
the compassionate thing to do is not to confirm this confusion or this mental health condition. That is not compassion. That is cruelty. The compassionate thing to do is figure out what's going wrong in that child's life and try to address it and help them. He goes, the fact that that is now beyond the pale to even explore this shows how far we've gone as a culture. It's inhumane and barbaric that we live in a culture lest it's happen to children if we don't learn from those mistakes or we only have ourselves to blame. He goes, if you're an adult and you want to dress how you want, not going to stop you. Could care less what you do, but you're not going to change our language, our sports, our locker rooms, and certainly not going to change the way we indoctrinate our children. It is not happening on my watch. Got to say, pretty accurate statement here from him. I haven't followed a lot of his stuff as a Republican candidate, but I have to say I'm glad he's being vocal about this topic because he's 100% accurate. I have said this repeatedly. If a grown man wants to go dress in drag and go to tranny shows, I really don't care. Everybody's got to deal with their own lifestyle. It's not my problem. But as soon as they start coming after the children, as soon as they start coming after the norms of society and saying, you not only have to accept this, you have to embrace it, you have to love it, you have to hug it. And by the way, your five-year-old needs to like it too, and we need to talk to your five-year-old about it without you being present. Yeah, that's going to be a hard no for me. And this is why I've encouraged people, have rational, reasonable discussions about this topic with friends and family and encourage one another. You don't have to walk around being in hate, you know, walk around yelling at people and calling people names or you see somebody that's acting weird or they've got gender dysphoria. You're walking up to them and you're putting them down and you're yelling and cussing at them. That's, that's not okay either. I'm going to say that. But however, you don't have to go along with the fantasy that they're living in. And if you have a child that's going through this, you need to sit there and talk to the child and say, what's going on? Who's talking to you about this? Why do you feel this way? How can, how, can we go, how can we discuss this? And if they need counseling, they need counseling. But going around now and saying, hey, by the way, oh, if that's what you want to do, child, we'll go ahead and put you on puberty blockers. And when you're 13 or 14, we're going to put you on cross-sex hormones. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea for a minor that has no concrete rational thought. Their style, if you ever know teenagers, their style changes every other month. They're into this one month and they're into that month. month. They're kids. That's what they do. And so, again, my friends, it's so important that you have real, true, rational discussions with people about this topic because this is something that really needs to get addressed because this societal norm, this cultural change that a lot of the hardcore communist perverts are trying to force on the population to get everybody to accept like a half a percent of the population now is and their fantasy or their dysphoria and now tell us that we have to change everything we do in our society like he just said here. How we, how we talk, how our sports function, how our locker rooms function, everything has to cater to a small group of individuals that are having a mental disorder. That never goes well for society. Let me just tell you that right now. So thank you, my friends, for getting the truth out there on a regular basis. I encourage you. Forward the show, forward the articles, constantly get the truth out there. We couldn't do this without you and without the support of healthmasters.com. This is why we do this every day. This is why we have an hour straight commercial-free show for you every single day with no ads, no advertisements, no commercials, because we want the truth to be talked about, and we want to encourage others to do the same. What do you think, Ted? Uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and it was interesting because they have a uh, – a niece who basically was wanting to be a tranny and now she's like 16, 17 years old. And now they're not sure if she's a tranny anymore. And, uh, the, they, the niece found out that, you know, my friend, you know, knew me and that she said that the niece started listening to the show. And then she came back and told my friend that basically, uh, you know, you and I were homophobes and we were basically transgender phobes and we were like, you know, hardcore, you know, anti this, anti that. And my response was, uh, well, yeah. And yeah, we are. And, and here's why. 
here's why. You know, I, I'm like Austin. If somebody wants to do something with the privacy of their own home, uh, that's fine. I don't care. Just whatever they want to do, just knock themselves out. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want my kids involved in it. I don't want to be involved in it. I don't want. To, I don't want to. I don't want to see it. That's that's my opinion. I don't care. Uh, you know, they can deal with that with God. That's their own deal. Uh, but here's the problem. You know, and this is the thing. And, and my friend said this. She said, "Look, you know, the, the battle lines have been drawn, and the transgenders now, and these people that are involved in this." have basically galvanized everybody to the right or to the left, so you got to take a side. It's the truth. Everybody's having to take a side now. If you're going to accept it or you're not going to accept it, if you're going to endorse it or you're not going to endorse it, because you know if you don't endorse it, they're going to call you names, and they're going to say horrible things about you, which that's fine. I'm, well, I'm used to that already anyhow because of the show. And, and quite frankly, I mean, it's where we are, where we find ourselves now, because it's like Mancow told me years ago. It's not that they want you to accept who they are. They want you to endorse it and to embrace it and to love it for what they do. I'm not going to do that. I'm never going to do that. And if that means that I'm going to be a homophobe or a transgender phobe or whatever, uh, all I am is trying to maintain some type of stability in the culture and follow the word of God and listen to what God's word says as far as you know, life and death and the struggles that we all go through here on this planet and grace and who Jesus is and the blood of the lamb and all the other things we talk about on this show – I'm just trying to realize and make people realize that, you know, there's a serious problem right now on this planet that's been brought to us by the International Kabbalist Luciferian Synagogue of Satan bankers as they try to destroy the population of the planet because they're so jealous of who we are because we're creating God's image. And we talked about this yesterday with Otto Kahn and his buddy Harari. And so we have a group of people out there that are just absolute haters. And I've learned something about haters. Haters are going to hate. There's not much you can do about that. And you can try to say to them, well, you shouldn't hate. Well, it's like saying liars shouldn't lie. Liars lie because they're liars. You say, well, liars shouldn't do that. Well, I understand that, and haters shouldn't hate, but some people just do what they're going to do. Regardless of what they're doing, they're always going to be the same, and you can't fix it. Now, sometimes if they get filled with the Holy Spirit, they get filled with love, and they stop lying, and they stop hating. But that's about the only thing that will really fix any of this mess is that they have to be filled with the Holy Spirit, with God's presence in their life, and they've got to be convicted of what they've done, and they've got to be willing to repent for what they've done and walk away from it and ask God to help them. And a lot of these guys simply aren't going to do this. This is a really good inner. This is this is a good article by Henry McCow, and it says understanding the Kabbalist left-right charade. It's part of what I talked about earlier. It says we control both right and left. Kuhn Lube Otto Kahn, the Kuhn Lube banker, in a candid dinner conversation after World War One, the Lube partner Otto Kahn was asked why capitalist bankers support communism. They replied, they both have an identical purpose: the remaking of the world from the control of riches to the right, and from below by revolution. He goes, they are all Freemasons, Kabbalists. Their, full, their final goal is the deification of the Rothschild banking cartel, posing as representatives of the 17 Kabbalist Luciferian, Luciferian synagogue of Satan. Hence, we have the communist faction on the left, the globalists, the homosexual migration, the U.S. De- Democrats, the Canadian, EU, Sweden, and all the other crazy stuff that's happening in those countries, and the Zionist faction on the right, the nationalists, the heterosexual, heterosexuals, the U- U.S. GOP. Brazil and Hungary, you know, in Israel as the fulcrum, and it says no nationalist is ever critical of Israel, period, both directions. And so we have, and it goes on to say, we shall purify the idea of God by identifying it with the nation of Israel, which has become its own Messiah. The advent of it will be facilitated by the final triumph of Israel. That's the end of the quote. Now you guys can take it or leave it for that. Don't care if you believe it or don't care if I don't, whatever, it doesn't matter. That's what, I'm, I'm going to post this article. Otto Kahn was a partner with Jacob Schiff and Paul Warburg in America's most influential banking home, House of Kuhn Lieb, one of the founding banks of the Federal Reserve Bank. This is worth recalling what he said in this, this Illuminati strategy. In the book, 
Geneva versus Peace, 1937, the Comte de Saint-Laurent, who was the French ambassador to London from 1920 to 24, recalled a dinner conversation with Otto Kahn. Asked why the bankers would back Bolshevism, a system supposedly immenicable to private ownership, Kahn tugged on his enormous cigar and explained that the bankers create apparent opposites to remake the world according to their specifications. This is just completely and totally outside of the Kabbalah. This is what the Kabbalah system talks about. Our mission consists in promulgating the new law and creating a god, that is to say, purifying the idea of god and realizing it when the time shall come. Remember what I told you yesterday. Otto Kahn and the guy, this new guy with WEF, Klaus Schwab in Harari, are all saying that they're becoming gods. This is what they're talking about right now. He's telling you 100 years ago what they're planning to do because our essential dynamism makes use of the forces of destruction and the forces of creation, uses the first to nourish the second, and our organization for revolution is evidenced by destructive Bolshevism for the, and for the construction by the League of Nations, which is also our work. And remember, the League of Nations failed. We've got to understand that. The League of Nations failed. It was not ratified. And then that started the CFR, which carried on this promotion of what they're doing right here. Then after World War II, we had the, you know, we ended up with the United Nations, which was a progression of the League of Nations. And this is what they're trying to do. And these people presume to take the place of God. Satan's redefined reality and morality, turning them upside down. This is what Sabatain Zevi said back in 1666 to make everything as evil as they possibly can to resurrect their serpent god, to rebuild the third temple, and to bring this serpent god out on the steps. And basically declare himself God. This is who they are. This is the group that does this, but nobody wants to talk about it. And when you understand all of this stuff is happening right now in front of us, we need to realize that these seals in the book of Revelation are probably cranking up right now. And uh, this, is, this is an article by Nathan Goldman. He's a, in the spirit of militism, 1915. He goes, the historical mission of our world revolution is to rearrange a new culture of humanity, replace the previous social system. That would be of Christianity. This conversion and reorganization of global society requires two essential steps. First, the destruction of the old established order. Secondly, design and imposition of a new world order. The first stage requires elimination of all frontier borders. In other words, open immigration, nationhood and culture. We have to basically make an estizo race, public policy, ethical barriers and social definitions. Only then can the old system be destroyed and the elements be replaced by the imposed system elements of our new world order. The first task of our world revolution is destruction. That's exactly what they're doing with the United States of America. That's why we're having a transgender motion a movement because their God is a hermaphrodite. That's why we're having the militant homosexual parades. That's why we're having you know, these crazy things in our politics and Hunter Biden being thrown into the middle of this mix and never being charged with any crimes. So it was all on the laptop. All of this stuff is only for one purpose, to destroy the United States of America, to destroy capitalism, to destroy national borders. You know, Donald Trump couldn't close the borders down even when we try to get the military involved in it. Nobody can close the borders down because these guys run the deep state government of all these appointed bureaucrats that you can't elect in and out of office. And they're just there like Fauci was until he retires or somebody fires him. And so they continue to do their damage as long as they possibly can until the court of public opinion gets so bad against Fauci that he has to take retirement and leave because he doesn't want to be basically, I guess, picked up by some circuit court judge and be charged with crimes, which he should have been charged already. Remember, Fauci, as I mentioned earlier, was involved in funding bioweapon research all over the world with hundreds of scientists. But yet nobody wants to talk about this with the mainstream. Yet, you know, Kennedy talks about it. RFK does. And so we need to understand that all of these things are happening around us, 
because it's the destruction of the planet. It's not just the United States. It's the destruction of Europe through Angela Merkel. It's the destruction of France by Macron, who wants to sit there, like he said, like a Greek god and rule with an iron scepter on a throne in France. It's the destruction of the using the royal family linked to Vlad the Impaler, vampires, and Dracula, and all kinds of other crazy stuff in his background with you know his DNA. It's the destruction of the entire world to bring in their new world order, which is not a new world order whatsoever. It is the old world order under Satanism before Jesus came here and sanctified us through his blood. They want to take it back to the old days. That's why it's so important as Christians that we stand firm in the word of God and we don't allow ourselves to be swayed to and fro, that we allow ourselves to only be looking at what God wants us to do with our lives. It's super important, guys, that we always try to bring honor and glory to him because he is the alpha. He is the omega. He is the beginning. He is the end. Through him, we can do all things. That's what Christianity is. I had a man contact me yesterday, and I sent, I sent a bunch of letters out last night. I've caught, gotten caught up on all my emails now. And he said he wants to thank us for the example that Austin and I are giving you guys as far as being an alpha male, still loving God, still being a man, still standing up. Basically, I'm adding some things to, to the letter. I'm doing it from memory of, of who what we're supposed to be in Christ. And so I, want to, I appreciate that, but I'll, all I can do – is what I know to do by what the Word of God says. All I can do is what I know to do to stand against the new world order. It's kind of like this. If they're pushing transgenderism, I'm standing against it okay, because it's against God's Word. If they're pushing homosexuality, I'm standing against it because it's against God's Word. If they're pushing an international banking cartel that's going to rule the planet, I'm standing against it because you know Jesus stood against the bankers in the temple, as Austin mentioned earlier in the show today. God was so mad he drove them out with a whip. I'm standing against it. All of this stuff that they push on us, this Luciferian Kabbalah synagogue of Satan network, we have to stand against it. And we have to be very careful to filter out the news, especially the alt news nowadays. We already know the mainstream is all junk. We've got to be careful with it to filter out the alt news and make sure that we're not believing the lies of so many of these broadcasters. It's so important that, guys, all this fear porn with volcanoes and earthquakes and alien invasions and all the other stuff. If they have an alien invasion, it's because they're the ones doing the alien invasion, like Werner von Braun said, Operation, you know, Operation Blue Beam. We're not going to – don't, don't allow yourself to walk in fear. I was having a discussion with a friend of mine, and, and they said, well, what, what happens if they come after you in Austin? I'm like, well, what, what's the worst that happens to us? You know, we get to go to heaven. Okay, well, that's our victory in Christ. So if we realize that we're all going to pass away anyhow, you know, Sharon's already in heaven. I get to meet her again. You know, and my mom's up there. My dad's up there. All these people are up there that I already know. I'm not really concerned about leaving this planet. You know, I don't want to leave right now. I mean, everybody wants to get to heaven, but nobody wants to die. You know, I got that one too. But the reality is I'm not going to walk in fear about that because I'm going to stand my ground all the days of my life, and I'm going to dwell in his house forever. Because remember, the time we're here, and I mentioned this before, on the, on the internal infinity timeline is minuscule. We're but a vapor that's here for a little while and gone. The rest of the time we get to spend with God in heaven. And what we have here is a trial a place that we get to prove who we are as far as with God, and that we're going to stand his ground. Remember what he said, if you deny me before my before men, I'll deny you before my father. But if you accept me before men, I'll accept you before my father. All of this stuff is part of the rules of engagement that we're in that I covered in Angel Wars. And we need to realize that we've got to stand firm. And we've got to say, no, I'm not going to be involved in that. No, I don't want to see that. No, I'm not going to be part of that. No, no, and how about no again? But yes, I'm going to serve the Most High God. Yes, I'm going to go to church on a regular basis. Yes, I'm going to have communion on a regular basis. And yes, I'm going to try to do what's right in God's eyes on a regular basis. That's what we've got to do. And if we do those things, then what's going to happen is we're going to have 
a life of abundance here, maybe not material possessions, but being filled with the Holy Spirit, with the righteousness, peace, and joy through the Holy Spirit. And then if we really are careful with our money, we make good choices and decisions the best we can with these crazy people running the planet right now, then we can try to have some level of you know of success in our lives as far as from a financial standpoint and hopefully not be dependent on the state or our relatives for the rest of our life. The reality is this. These are all choices that we have to make on an ongoing basis. And if we make these choices on an ongoing basis and we make them correctly, then we're going to have immeasurable peace in our hearts and our lives because we'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so regardless of what happens out here in this crazy world, it doesn't make any difference because our victory is with Christ. And our victory is in the next world that we're going to be in anyhow forever and eternity. So always remember that, guys. That's why you got to keep your hopes up. That's why you got to dig in and put on the full armor of God and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and we need to stand our ground with all of this stuff. It's that time now. We can't be on the fence anymore about transgender stuff. We can't. We can't be on the fence anymore about militant homosexuality trying to be forced on our children in public schools. We can't be on the fence about that anymore. We've got to say, no, I'm not going to put up with that. The answer is, no, I don't agree with that. No, I'm not going to live like that. No, I'm not going to promote cultural Marxism. No, I'm not going to permit, promote the tenets of the Communist Manifesto. No, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to stand my word. I'm going, to stand my, I'm going to stand my ground with the word of God on what he's taught me, what the Bible says, as far as what's right and what's wrong, and how we need to serve God all the days of our life. That's how I look at it, Austin. I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. Go ahead and finish it up, Austin. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, and this is the, the point of having a conviction is meaning something that you strongly believe and you strongly hold to be true, and you maintain it, and you hold it strong, and you stand firm with it. And I think that's a problem that we've seen now over the last couple of years and for many years before that, especially in the church sector and a lot of other groups, is that people have lost their conviction on a lot of things. You know, Everybody can have different convictions, different beliefs. Everybody has different bases, different things they believe. But whatever it is, you've got to have a conviction on it if you truly believe it. And you can't be just tossed to and fro. Well, you know, I don't really know about this now. I don't know about this. We, we saw this. This was so prevalent during covid where it was everybody kind of – I mean I saw people, oh, man, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not going along with it. And sure enough, you'd see them a couple weeks later. They'd have two masks on. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I don't want to deal with everybody's blowback. I don't want to have anybody you know, give me a hard time, but I'm not, I'm not doing anything else. Six months later, oh, yeah, I just went ahead and got the shots. I didn't want to have to wear a mask. I didn't want to deal with it. And it was just one thing after another after another, and that was a big part of it from a psychological warfare standpoint. It was to compromise people's convictions. It was to get people to go along with things that they didn't agree with, that they didn't like, that they didn't want to do, but they did them anyways because they were basically socially forced into it even though they didn't want to go along with it. Don't fall prey to that, my friends. You're going to see a lot of that over the next coming years where there's going to be certain things that the media, that groups – the social media, that alternative media, they're going to tell you this is the new societal norm. This is what you need to go along with. Even though you don't like it, you don't believe in it, it's not something you want to do, you still go along with it because, well, that's what you're told to do. That's what you're – that's the new normal. That's what society tells you have to do. Don't be like that. Stand up for what you truly believe. If that's what your stance is, hold it, whether it's popular, whether it's cool, whether it's not, if you know it to be true. So I appreciate the friends, the support, the emails, the order comments. I read all those guys. We see them when there are a lot of them are coming through. I see them in the spreadsheets. I really appreciate the positive stuff. And again, I told you, if you need anything, get a hold of us at healthmasters.com. We're going to be doing some maintenance over the weekend on the new website. And so the, uh, the older website that's working great still is up and running. Product of the week, the Ultimate D3 10,000 with K2. 
up for sale for over 20%, excuse me, 12% off right now, 12%, one, two, on sale right now, along with multiple other kits that are on sale. And also, to vote for what you want to see win next week as product of the week. We've got a lot of good ones on there. The Attention Factor, which is one of my personal favorites, the Ultimate Multiple Powder, the uh, Melatonin Sublingual, Alpha Lipoic Acid, all those are available to vote for product of the week. And so if you need any articles, you guys know where to find them on the website every single day. We compile a lot of stuff we talk about on the show and much more. So you can go back and you can look at it and pull stuff up that we talk about on a regular basis. Because I know some people say, well, I don't want to, I can't afford the show because, you know, some people might get offended. I mean, it is what it is, but if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. So at least go in and grab some articles that we talk about if you're trying to help people, encourage people, wake people up, get the truth out there the best you can. That's the, that's the most effective thing you can do right now because we're watching a very, very big awakening right now. We're watching a lot of people really come to light and really start to wake up and say, okay, listen, something isn't adding up. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just calling out that these things are not adding up and something clearly is going on. And so anytime you have a question like that, voice it, research it, talk about it. Talk about it amongst your friends. Get it out there. I encourage you to do so. I really hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Stay safe. Stay strong. Stay healthy as always. Enjoy yourselves. Healthmasters.com if you need anything over the weekend. And we'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.